The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. When the friend of Medjugorje met with the community at the beginning of the year, he had something very strongly placed on his heart that we're going to break out Medjugorje this year. He called it Breakout 2019, Green Light Medjugorje 2019. What he spoke to us about was that we are going to green light everything with Medjugorje this year. We're not going to stop light anymore. We've been waiting for the church. We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for that. While a whole world is waiting to hear about the apparitions, needing to hear about Our Lady, her messages. And so we wonder, well, what are we going to do? Going to have meetings about how we're going to do this, come up with our projects, all kinds of things. But we should have known that Our Lady would already have something in the works. About a month ago, a friend of Medjugorje learned about a movement going on in our country a movement of patriots that were really formed to be a resistance to the direction of darkness that the country has been on for so long. And he learned that this movement had just a simple name called Q. He actually did a radio wave program on this topic called Little Q, Big Q. 
The following week, he learned more about this whole movement, and there was what they call in this movement intel drops. So Q is passing on information to those who are coming to know who he is to give us information to know what's coming down the pike, so to speak. This particular intel drop warned us that there's something going to be happening. And what really got a friend of Medjugorje going was the date, the target date of this event. And that was March 18th, Mariana's annual birthday apparition, which is a big day and always something connected to the secrets. I got a friend of Medjugorje's fire going, and he started to put together a book because he felt it was important that what he was learning he educates those who are following the mission here, following Our Lady. So in about a five-day period, with Our Lady giving him so many different revelations in this book, we put together a book. He's writing. We're doing some research, putting pictures together, etc. And within a five-day period, we have this book ready to go on being printed. So we have the whole community involved at this point. We're getting printed, folding the papers, binding the books, mailing them out. So at the beginning of this week, on Monday, we mailed out 10,000 of these books with another printing ready to start right behind it. We already finished the second printing. We've got a third printing going. The whole uh, mission has just been running at top speed, late hours, early mornings, the kids all being involved. There's a lot of excitement with this. We're getting feedbacks from those who are reading the book. So we're just going to share some of the feedback that we in the community have had. Because actually the community was putting together these packets without having had the chance yet to read the book. The children in our school just read the book. Even the younger ones were read the book to them yesterday. We have a few of them in the studio today. And we want to just uh, share what we have been experiencing with this, what people have been telling us. So one of our school teachers, Aaron, is here to uh, introduce the children and ex- tell us a little bit about their experience in the school yesterday. The night before last night, a friend of Medjugorje called me around 8.30 p.m. and said, make sure you read the book to your kids tonight before they go to sleep. I said, well, what if we do that in the schoolhouse Um tomorrow and he said yes let's do that I called the other school teacher Patty and she said that's awesome I was just thinking the same thing so I was given a copy of the book to read over with the kids I had personally already completed it the previous Sunday so we started eight o'clock with all the kids excited to get started with it chapter by chapter the book was read out loud um, all the way down to our first graders seven and eight years old and all of them very attentive and pretty funny because if I looked back at myself when I was seven or eight and someone tried to read a book at this level to me I would probably feel like I was hearing a different language but they hear so much of this stuff on a daily basis it's pretty natural to them and Patty and I took turns reading the book and as I was reading it a thought kept coming to me that always we pray about the theme of our school each year usually in the summertime we start thinking about the theme and we have something in our heart Ray is usually confirms it Joan confirms it And a friend of Medjugorje has usually already been thinking about it. And that's how the theme usually is confirmed. And we go forward with what we're going to teach the kids that year. This past summer, I had nothing coming up. And a friend of Medjugorje came and said that we were going to study the Civil War. 
And he said, well, these younger kids have never studied it. It's important for them to study it. But he had a different take on the direction we were going to go with how we studied it. The connections we were going to try to make were more to relate that the time that we're in right now is very similar to the time of the Civil War in that our country is very, very divided and becoming more and more separated, which was awesome on the hills of last year's theme, which was Rome and martyrdom and his writing last year that had to do with separation. And slowly but surely that's happening more distinctly. And so the Civil War theme, as we're teaching it to the children and we are explaining the difference between the, the way the North thought and the way the South thought, and really that soldiers on both sides, what they were experiencing, each battle, etc., it's very easy this year to relate to how this could turn into something like the Civil War that it did. And so as we begin to read the book out loud to the kids, and to my left is the, the big theme wall, the scene that describes a theme or puts it all together, which incredibly is put together with this book and a CD and inside the sleeve of that CD, those of you who've ordered it will see the thing that you unfold is what our kids look at every day. And it was just a neat experience as I was reading this to the kids to just see how the Holy Spirit had worked all those details together to bring forward this book at this time. I also remember as a kid, maybe it's because we weren't in such a time of separation or maybe or probably because we didn't have such um, flamboyant presidents as Trump that we have now. I had no thought or feeling or talk, no dinner table talk, no discussions with my parents, nothing about any of the president. But here, even my five-year-old Tony is constantly talking about Trump and what he's doing and knows everything about what's going on. So they have a perfect comprehension of everything. So reading through their book was pretty amazing with full attention from the, the kids from seven years old to 19 years old. We stopped periodically to listen to the commercials that had been produced for the radio wave broadcast and the radio station that plays 24 hours through Medge.com. And those commercials are very powerful and got the kids really pumped up. And it was a time almost like we felt prior to the elections where everybody was very hyped up, pumped up, like in pep rally mode. So as we read through the book, there was a reinvigorated feeling of all the labor, all the chores, all the late nights. Is this all for this? Are we all on the team of Big Q that's been in the background for a long time? And maybe that's coming to the forefront now. Not that that's important. So we were pretty pumped up at the completion of the book to where when we finished it, we played the CD, which the kids have heard probably 35 times now. <laughs> As they stuffed the mailing, the music and the details are so good. They wanted to keep listening to it. But a friend of Medjugorje wouldn't let them listen to just the ending or just the middle. They had to listen to it all the way through. So they heard about 35 times as we hand-stuffed 8,000-plus envelopes for all of you out there. So when we heard it this time, we were more in dance, pep rally mode in the school, the kids singing really loud. And so the end of the book to them brought a lot of hope and joy and excitement in what's coming, even though to some people it may be scary. To our kids, it's kind of like, finally. All the children of the schoolhouse gave some really incredible quotes. Those who are not with us today, I'll kind of go over a few of those quotes and then some that are here in the studio that I was able to grab from their work are up here to give their own testimony of how they felt. But our oldest student, Joy, who's 19, her statement was just that, I really like the book. It ties how Our Lady's plans are beginning to happen. And I know now Our Lady chose this president. If you want to really know the truth, read this book. And Angela, who's 12, 
Again, I just pulled them into a little room in our school as the music was playing. And I said, give me your first thoughts. It's the first things that came out of their, their mouth. So Angela's 12, and she said, I was really excited after reading this book. Seems like everything is, she paused for a long time, and everything is happening. Trump is the best president. And Faith, who's 12, said, I hope this book wakes people up. People like those who believe in the Clintons and all the stuff they've done and continue to do. And Martha, who's nine, said, after hearing the book, I think Trump is a really good man, an awesome man. Jesse, who's nine, he is second grade. It's pretty funny what he gleaned from the book because it wasn't really mentioned that much in there, but I guess his spirit was in union. He said, it was a good book. I think Hillary needs to get out of here. Out goes Hillary. (laughs) And then Lucy, who is seven, she said, this is an awesome story of the boat sinking and our lady saving it. Trump is awesome. And so really, they had a lot of comments throughout the day that were really neat. But there's some here in the studio I grabbed. And we'll start with Luke. Luke is eight years old. He listened attentively the whole time and was so cool. He, he was coloring as he, as he colored. He was writing things like big Q, little Q with American flags real big behind it. And he has some awesome, I could tell he was really honed in on what we were saying. So what was your impression of the book, Luke? Um, it's the best book Papa Terry wrote. <laughs> and Donald Trump's one of the best presidents we've ever had. And I think people should read this book. I would read it again if I could. <laughs> okay, thank you. And Victoria's here, and she's 10. I want to interject something at this point. I was raised around the neighborhood fathers who every afternoon came in, and whether we were playing in the streets, we were playing football, whatever we did, all our neighborhood kids would stop. The fathers would go in one yard in our neighborhood, and they'd tell us and talk about the news, the civil rights things going on, the riots the anti-Vietnam later, all these things. We learn things in political philosophies and how to think and what to think and how to talk at the feet of these men. And it was my neighbor, Philip Sessions, who became a Nazarene preacher, a great man, my dad, and then a man, Paul Holder, across the street. They would sit in three lounge chairs, and we were sitting literally at their feet on the ground. And then we'd go for an hour, two hours to supper time. We learn these things. And so our kids are hearing this. I've heard people say, my parents would never talk about these things. They never discuss these things at the supper table. A lot of them, they want to avoid these kind of conversations. You're cheating your children if you do that. You need to form them. The left has formed their children. The colleges are owned by them. So if your kids are even conservative, they go into college and they get ruined and brainwashed and this is things that needs to be happening. You need to be discussing these things. Not no cell phones, no TVs. You talk about, hey, this is what happened today. Because if they don't learn it from you, they will learn it from the voice of those who lie. This is Victoria, and she is 10. So tell us what you thought about the book or what your favorite part was. My favorite part of the book was when Donald Trump's speech on October 13, 2016, before he became president, I think he knew what he was doing the whole time, and I'm so happy that he's finally doing everything. So I'll ask Victoria a question. So Victoria, when the adults are talking and something came up or something happened on the world stage and y'all are playing and you're around the adults, what do y'all do? Come on, Victoria. You like to hear all the everything that's going on. And if we don't tell you, you ask me a hundred times, what are y'all talking about? Is that true? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
that they they can re retell anything that was told if we weren't there. But yes, they they like to be part of every news announcement, the the true news here. <laughs> and then Mary, she is fourteen. Mary came in when I was asking the kids questions. She knew immediately what she was going to say. I'm not sure how she'll feel in the studio <laughs> in front of a microphone, but she knew what she felt in her heart immediately after hearing it. So try to explain a little bit of what you felt, Mary. After reading this book, I got so excited because I get to live during this time when Our Lady is helping us save America. And you could tell that was really in her heart, and she was pumped up about things beginning to happen. So, And then her sister, Anne, is here, and Anne is 16. And she's the only one who kept coming back in the room with more thoughts. So maybe she's <laughs> gathered more overnight. I think that this book is amazing. I like how it explains everything in a way that even I can understand. I like how a friend of Medjugorje didn't just write about what's happening in America, but he explained things that are happening in the past and tied them all together with Our Lady. And I'm very thankful to be a part of all of this. So this is just a sampling of what we go through our day, but also it should be a reflection of what's going through your day. Is your family being exposed to these things? It's not just what you read or what you see or what you get from your cell phone. You have to indoctrinate your children, not brainwash them. You form by indoctrination. The colleges are full of indoctrinations. We have a big scandal happening right now with all the movie stars, the big money people who have spent $50 million in bribes to get their kids in Harvard falsely through athletic scholarships, and they didn't even play the sports. Why is that? Because they want their children in college. You do not want your children in college because they learned the wrong thing. The colleges, universities are evil. And you say, well, they're pretty good. They got 95%. The communist always says, we don't want the whole movie. We don't want the whole book. We just need 5% of the party line. And the universities, the Catholic colleges, 130 of them, last my count, is full of this stuff and more so than even the other secular ones. So we have to be aware of certain things. And if you don't raise your children, you don't discuss these things at the dinner table, you lose because they lose. My dad always says you don't want to go to college. I knew in grammar school I would never go to college. I have seven children. I told them don't you ever go to college. All of them prosper for whatever they choose to do. You don't need college. Because the college thing is sold by the culture, sold by the society. You have to do this to get a job. What does it give you when you get a Ph.D. or a bachelor's degree? It's just a piece of paper. You sit in a classroom and learn stuff that you're not even going to be in the trade for or the field you're in. You'll learn that in the first three months when you go to work. It's a gentleman's club. In other words, you come in because I had to go to college and I will only hire college graduates. This is a falsehood. You don't need that. Yeah, the good old boys were around that, but they're seeing that. People like Zuckerberg, they dropped out of college. Steve Jobs, he dropped out of college. You don't need it. It's not a qualification. And it's one of the things Big Q and Little Q speaks of, not necessarily directly, but because this is flashing in the headlines right now. And it's just one more thing that is important that we do this in our schools to teach our children, to give them the philosophy I've heard parents say, well, we don't want to tell them. We want to make their own decision. Nobody makes a decision by themselves. They're formed by somebody. It will be their peers or those out there in the media 
or the universities or the schools even now, high school and even grammar school, because by the first grade to eighth grade, they're basically formed. And they're ready at that point for deformity in the next classes that we're going through. And speaking about green light in Medjugorje, you can't sit around anymore. The Sufis are a sect of Muslims who have prayed for a long, long time for the church, the Catholic church. They've got a prophecy about Our Lady would be coming back. Inger Jensen came here from Denmark and visited me. Maria was here. And she told me about an interview she did with Hassan Shushad. In this interview in 1980, which is one year before the apparitions of Medjugorje, he spoke that Our Lady would be coming. And he said this, quote, We Sufis have realized that Mary gives messages solely when she appears within the framework of the Roman Catholic Church. That's a Muslim saying this. And he goes on and says, Therefore, we Sufis have been praying for Rome for a long time because the answer that Rome gives Mary will be a response which will be binding on behalf of all mankind. Where have you heard that before? This is an amazing thing. Inger had a deep conversation about this, and he gave more details. He said also, Thus, we realize that God has entrusted the Roman Catholic Church with the great responsibility to accept Mary. He continues, A God-given authority to this church means that a no to Mary is a no on behalf of all of us. So they're recognizing the authority of the Catholic Church as Muslims. And he continues, Thereby a door is closed, referring if the Catholic Church says no. And he adds that it also means that if this church accepts Mary in truth, mankind also accepts her. A door is then open for the help of God who wants to give to Mary. In regards to the apparitions, he says, soon a unique Marian apparition will begin. Remember, this is 1980. A place for this was chosen long ago. We surfies have been praying that all will go well. The place is being prepared without anyone being aware of it for an apparition which will be different from all previous apparitions. Mary will come closer to the earth than ever before. Many will see her, hear her, touch her. That's a quote from Maria to me. Years ago, I asked Maria, are these the last apparitions on earth? And Maria says, yes, these are the last apparitions on earth. I said, in what context? She says, these are the last apparitions where we be able to see her, hear her, and touch her. That's an exact quote from Hassan in 1980. And I talked to Maria about that in the late 80s because I was doing 2020 and there was question if it's really the last apparitions on earth. And Maria related to me three times, these are the last. So there's parallels going on 10 years from there. There's different sources confirming everything. But I'm telling you all this because the topics, the subjects, what we teach our children, what you're learning, what you understand about Medjugorje, many people are not on the inside of Medjugorje, but yet millions have gone there. I'm on the inside, and I'm blocked from certain things. I've been blocked for years because I don't play around with the politics of it or go along to get along, and I don't collaborate with posturing to get Medjugorje approved. I don't have to. It's real. Why should I? And I've spoken against those, even the head of Medjugorje, to my disadvantage and to my persecution. But this is why I'm saying all this, because this is another quote from Hassan. Listen to this very carefully to understand why we are where we are 
and where we need to go and why we have to greenlight Medjugorje in this year, 2019. Time is up. No more sitting around. No more asking permission. Be obedient to the dogmas of the church, but we don't have to go asking, kowtowing, oh, can I do this? Can I have a prayer group? Can I do this in the church? You can do it because God has ordained it. So listen to this statement by Hassan. He says, Mary needs a firm, truthful yes to her plan. And this will not be giving at the beginning. This is what's happening in Majoria. Let's play the message down. I've been told not to give the prayer group messages on the mountain. I went to Maria about it. I said, Maria, when you have private group messages on the prayer group, can I get those? No, she said. I said, okay, last night there was 5,000 people on the mountain. All right, I gave a message. Can I give those out? She said, yeah, I guess so. I said, no, I'm going to. And I'm not going to obey anybody that tells me I can't do that. Because if the mother of God's on the mountain on Apparition Hill saying do it, and I've got priests there in Medjugorje telling me don't do it, that's a contradiction. Let me reread this sentence of Hassan. Mary needs a firm, truthful yes to her plan, and this will not be given at the beginning. Therefore, Mary will be forced to take up a standby position. I'm telling you things that you don't know. For 37 years, our lady's been on standby on many things. You won't believe what's been stopped and stymed. And don't do this. Don't say that. Do you see the visionaries talking to anybody giving interviews right now? Is Ivan going anywhere? They put in the mother of God, the last apparitions on earth, on standby. Yes, that makes me angry. It should make you angry, and it should motivate you to go green light Medjugorje right now. Don't stop. Don't sit around. Don't be on standby. Don't be like some parents. Oh, we don't want to discuss political things or situations in front of kids. They can learn themselves. He continues after the standby position that our lady has to take because of posturing Medjugorje to make sure we got a smooth, no controversy to look into theologically perfectly correct the way we think with PhDs that would condemn Medjugorje. I sent a letter to Cardinal Ratzinger. People were angry with me because it was about poor man God. And I said, our lady said you can read these books and yet they were condemned. And they said, you're putting Medjugorje in danger. I said, no, you're apostate. I believe in the apparitions. I can't put it in danger. If she said that, I'm not worried about that come. Ratzinger sent it to John Paul. John Paul sent it to the Italian Bishops Conference. They get a verdict. You can read them, just don't declare them supernatural. And I'm okay with that because I know time-wise they will declare that. So I've not been quiet. And that's why you see other things on the Internet against me or this mission because I don't kowtow to that. Our lady didn't choose me to be on standby. While she's on standby, I'm standing up. And I'm saying what I need to say to my disadvantage many times. Continue with Hassan, standby position. During that period when Mary suffers rejection, and I just told you who's doing it. It's the people at the top of Medjugorje, and often. During that time, Mary suffers rejections, earthquakes, the like of which never has been seen before, will occur. Storms more violent than ever, thunderstorms, flooding, fatal contagious diseases, and egoism, materialism, and violence will pervert societies. And that's what we put on our line yesterday. A bomb cyclone is covering most of the United States. Its location is the central United States. It's massive. It's breaking records 
for low pressure. It's never existed before. Hassan says, storms more violent than ever. It's not climate change. It's a result of our sins. Put our lady on standby. And I want to finish with Hassan with this last statement of his. If Mary and her plans are accepted quickly, the suffering will be short-lived. Did they do that? No, they haven't done it. And it takes me a lot of restraint not to say the things I know. And it would get you killed. And I'm not saying it because I won't get killed because of it. But I'm just showing how serious the situation is. And we know a lot of things. And I can say a lot of things because I know what is behind it. If they accept how some said very quickly, all this will be short-lived. He continues, if, however, Rome does not meet Mary with the needed firm, the truthful acceptance, when God grants to Rome the time and the freedom to choose, then God once more will have offered peace, joy, and love in vain. That is what's happened over the last 37 years. And look at the wreck of the church. Look at the difficulties. Look what's happened. Look at the scandal. Mary could have been met immediately embraced and all the dioceses of the world all the priests you institute the messages in your parishes every day every sunday talk about it did they do that no in fact it's been mocked all the way to the top and rejected then god once more will have offered peace joy and love in vain and mankind will feel the consequences of satan's plans and there we have it and that's why we have big Q and little Q and circumstances coming could have been avoided. You might say, has that happened before? Yeah. In Fatima, our lady said, if Russia's not consecrated, it will spread her errors throughout the world. The scandal in the church came from communism. It came from Stalin, filling the seminaries with this scandal. And our lady also add to this point. That if man does not repent from his sins, a larger and greater war would break out. Can you imagine? World War II was because man didn't repent. So all these things calculate to something of what birth Big Q and Little Q. It's a book that you need to read immediately. We recommend that you download it and read it. Order the book. You might as well order a case. Our equipment's paid for. We just try to get the paper cost back out of it. It's important to get it out and read before Monday, March 18th, 2019, which is Mariana's annual apparition, which she said in the future, something's going to happen on that day. That doesn't mean on this Monday coming up on the 18th that the main event will happen. But I can tell you this, it's a precursor. It just makes us more ready for the secrets. And actually, this whole last two weeks, we felt like we were preparing for the secrets. There was prophets that came before the main events. And definitely there's something cooking right now, prophetic. Whether there's going to be a main event on another 18th, there is something happening now. And it's unfolding right in front of our eyes. Don't write to read this book. If I could just add one thing, I wish it was out three weeks ago. So when you get it, if you have something scheduled this weekend, just stop for two hours. If you can stay focused, it's a two-hour read, a little bit more. Make the time this weekend to do it so that... When Monday comes, you don't feel like you missed the boat. And that will be the title of this program. Don't miss the boat. We wish you our lady. We love you. Be very active in these days. Goodbye.
the subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.